1: Do you know what it's like to be a pampered princess? Well, I do, because my dad's a billionaire, so the high life's mine. Not only did we live in a five-story mansion, but I grew up never having to lift one of my pretty, perfect, delicate fingers. I'm Sophia, and throughout my childhood, I had everything done for me. There was a maid to brush my hair, make my bed, and even do my homework for me. I didn't even have to search my walk-in wardrobe for a daily outfit, as I had my own personal stylist for that. So what? I'm spoiled. But I can't help being so perfect. I'm far too gorgeous to be stuck in a stuffy classroom studying. Not when I could be partying or schmoozing with the stars at swanky cocktail balls. But then, one morning, after a particularly crazy night out, I arrived home with a makeup-smudged face and only one shoe. Dad frowned at me, and then he said, Sophia, you can't carry on like this. You're going to college, starting next week. But Dad, I don't need to go to college. School sucks. Plus, we have enough money to last us several lifetimes. Let's just travel and have fun. But Daddy insisted I couldn't just sleep all day and party all night. Ugh! So... I decided to major in interior design for now. Some of the course was okay. I mean, I liked the pretty fabrics, but I just didn't see the point in being there. So after a month, I dropped out and planned a long trip away with my besties. But there was one tiny problem, as paying for this trip would cost way more than my allowance could cover. So I had no choice but to don my best puppy eyes look and ask my dad for money. Daddy, please. College just isn't for me. But I really feel that going away for a while will help clear my mind. He snorted. I highly doubt that, Sophia. You're lazy, self-centered, and you rely entirely on everyone to support you. You're 20, for God's sakes. So act like it. I pleaded back. But Daddy, I just want to have some fun with my friends. Then get a job and spend your own money on whatever you like but if you carry on behaving this way, then don't expect any more hands-outs from me. You're lucky that I still haven't kicked you out, Sophia. But soon... What? That's so unreasonable. He was my father. It's his duty to support me. Jeez, did he not love me at all? I was so mad that I shouted, You're just some sad, selfish old man! Then I stormed out of there. I was instructing my maid to pack my suitcases, When my mom came in and handed me a bank card saying it's a secret between us two. Yay! Thanks, mom. Now let the dream voyage begin. Wow, it really was heaven to me, with cocktails in the pool and lazy beach days. Well, at least that wasn't until my friends said they wanted a day exploring. It was hot and sticky out there, but I didn't want to be left alone, so I reluctantly tagged along. We ended up in this small forest area. And I chose to sit under a parasol while my friends went to take a dip in the nearby waterfall. Because, duh, I wasn't ruining my hair for anyone. I didn't understand how this could be anyone's definition of fun. I just hoped that my friends would hurry back. Then I heard footsteps. I turned around, thinking it was the girls, but instead, there were two men with balaclavas on. Oh no, this couldn't be good. I jumped up to my feet. And began to run, but my designer sandals weren't made for swift exits, and soon they caught me. I screamed out as a smelly cloth went over my mouth. After that, the world began to darken around me. I flickered my eyes open. Jeez, it was so sunny. Where were my sunglasses? That's when I heard two voices, and I remembered being kidnapped. I heard the one man say, Got her phone? The other replied, Of course! I don't want to upset the boss! I was so scared that I pretended to still be unconscious. Then suddenly, I heard the sound of the engine starting. I opened my eyes and saw the men driving away. Now, I was all alone in some field. What? Why would anyone kidnap someone, then just leave them in the middle of nowhere? My friends must be so worried about me. I needed to contact them. But how? I had no idea where I was, and no phone. Ugh. I should find a way out of this deserted place first, then borrow someone's phone. The kidnappers had left a bag next to me, which had a bottle of water, some snacks, and some gross-looking sneakers in it. Yuck. But I had no choice but to put them on, as my sandals were now torn. Ew. I would need so many pedicures to recover from this. I took the bag with me and started walking. After what felt like hours of torture, a farmhouse finally came into view. I whooped with joy and knocked on the door, but no one answered. I know trespassing is wrong, but this was an emergency. So I pushed the door open and ventured inside. I was just going to make a quick phone call, then I'd leave. But then I accidentally stumbled and knocked over a vase. A smashing sound broke the silence. I panicked and was about to run away, but from upstairs, a man came down and shouted, Stop! Thief! Before I could explain, he grabbed my hand and pulled me back. I tried explaining that I wasn't a thief, but he gave me a skeptical look and said, Well, in that case, you can leave once you've paid for my vase. That's a collectible. What? This ugly thing? Ugh! I told him I would as soon as I made a phone call, so he doubtfully passed me his cell. I stared at it. Um, turns out I have never cared to remember any of my friends' numbers! I then thought about calling my parents, but no way! I was mad at Dad, and asking for his help right now only meant accepting defeat. No, never! I told the man I would pay when I got home, but he refused to let me go. After a while of arguing, he forced me to stay and work for him until I paid it off. He even made up an agreement and made me sign it. And what other choice did I have? Yep, I was completely stuck here. This was the worst day of my life. He said his name was Manson. Then he showed me where I'd be staying. Um, this had to be a joke. It was a barn. Literally. There was an uncomfortable-looking bed in there and I could hear horses neighing in the barn next door. Was he kidding me? I was sitting there in despair when my stomach rumbled with hunger, so I barged into the kitchen and ordered Manson to make me some food. But he just pointed at the eggs by the stove and told me to make myself something to eat. Um, sure, I'd definitely do that. If I knew how to cook... Manson just sat there smirking while I threw the whole egg into the pan and then spent the next half hour trying to work out how to turn the stove on. In the end, I gave up and returned to my so-called room with an empty stomach. If you think that was bad, well, things soon got a lot worse. At 5 a.m., a noisy rooster woke me up and then started my disastrous days at the farm, I accidentally dropped the bag of seeds onto the floor and got them in my hair, so the chickens chased me around the pen to get to them. I slipped over in the pigsty. Ew! I chipped a nail cleaning out the rabbit hutch. I even fell into horse manure. It was awful. Then on top of it all, Manson was so rude. He just laughed at me struggling with everything. But then one day, it all got too much for me. I was exhausted and felt so dizzy that I stumbled and broke two baskets of eggs. It really hurt so bad, and I was even in tears, thinking Manson would be mad. But instead, he ran over to check on me. Then, he even cooked me a nice meal and told me that I'd been doing a great job, despite the accidents. Whoa, what's with this personality change? So, maybe he wasn't as bad as I thought? Over the next few days, I actually found myself enjoying Manson's company. We sat by the fire pit and watched the sunset. We went horse riding, and I managed not to fall off. And he even taught me how to cook. That's when I realized two things. Firstly, I'd been a brat. I was lazy, selfish, and I took everything for granted. But now I realized that with hard work came reward, and secondly... I realized that I liked Manson. A lot. So, I decided to do something nice for him. I gave the barn a makeover. It was just simple things, really. I put a rug down, added some plants, hung up a few pictures and fairy lights. Then I dragged Manson over to have a look. He peered around the barn, then smiled. Sophia! This is so lovely! Then he awkwardly looked down at his feet. Look, I need to tell you something. Um, it's your dad. He hired those men to kidnap you, then paid me to let you stay here. I laughed over that ridiculous joke, but then he continued. Your dad wanted you to change your outlook on life and understand the value of money. He only has your best interest at heart. Wait, was this all just a setup? With teary eyes, I looked straight at Manson and said, I was going to tell you that I have feelings for you, but I suppose you don't feel the same. I need to go. Please tell my father to send someone to pick me up ASAP. Unless he's okay with me walking all the way back home without any phone or cash. Then I hurried out of there. He shouted after me, but I ignored him. I was so angry and upset. I continued walking until a car eventually pulled up alongside me. It was our family's driver. He took me home, then I locked myself in my room, refusing to come out. It took a few days for me to calm down enough to go confront my father. And when I did, well, I found myself running into his arms and telling him how sorry I was. He looked so shocked. I finally realized that my dad only did that because he loves me and he wanted me to see the true values of life. I told him I would resume my studies at college but there was something else I needed to do first. I showed up at Manson's doorstep with some carrots for the horses and a new vase. On seeing him, he grinned, then gave me the biggest hug. Guys, life isn't all about designer clothes and expensive holidays. Sometimes, a stinky farm full of even stinkier animals and a cute guy. Well, that can be the best place in the world. As for the future, well... Manson and I are both taking it slow and seeing where it goes. I do have big plans for his farm, though. I'm helping him renovate the barns into holiday cottages so other people can sample the country life, too. A part of me will always be a pampered princess. But as for the other part of me, well, it turns out she can make a mean egg bagel and outrun a pen full of chickens. Don't take life for granted. It doesn't matter how pretty and rich you are. Instead, there's far more to life than just that.